now proudly presented on SNME. That's Sunday night's main event. Patreon and free feed. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George Mackay, back here on another MLW Rewind. If you're listening to us in SNME land, hello. We said it at the beginning of the show, but I always like to reiterate it. Hello and welcome. YouTube land, welcome. Everywhere else, welcome. And if you don't know, now you know, I never do this alone. I always do this with my PIC, the one and only Uncle Bobby B. What is happening out there in MLW land? What's happening? Fight land. Yeah, it's fight land. Three weeks out, literally three weeks out. We are in November, and it couldn't be sweeter on this November 2nd. And we're going to talk all about today's episode. So uh, before we do that, though, we should probably get into the releases and everyone that we know that's a free agent that will no longer be on MLW TV or pay-per-views. So uh, Yeah, so remember we chatted about it briefly last week, and it came out that Hammer requested his release. Don't know if it was granted, but I know he requested it. Uh, and I don't see why it wouldn't it wouldn't be granted. And uh, the same goes for the uh, the Smo and SWAT team, Juicy and Lance. They are uh, they have requested release as well. Absolutely, and I believe Juicy uh, Juicy said that uh, he was done. He posted on his socials a shirt saying with a Smo and SWAT team shirt saying, "Hey, I'm done. MLW, thank you for the opportunity. Looking forward to the future." So whatever the future holds for these three individuals, when Hammer does and if and when he gets his release, we wish them all the best of luck and we enjoy the memories that they brought us for sure. Yeah, I mean, and Hammer did say he was grateful. This was the best five years of his career. So regardless of how acrimonious the departure may have been, everybody is being respectful on the outside. So let's go with that. Good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Be High road. Yeah, be respectful. High road for sure. And uh, you know what? I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see Hammer in one of those top tier promotions sooner than later, depending on when the release happens. Because I know the release on him. Yeah, and and I'll tell you right now, just MLW being the way MLW is, give it three four years, you'll see Alex Hammerstone be a mystery entrant in some match in MLW. You know what I mean? Like he'll be, he's not done forever. He'll be back at some point, even if it's just. Yeah, he'll get that he'll get that send off that he wanted, much like Tom Lawler. I think Tom Lawler being back this second time around, he's going the way he's going uh, out or taking the time to actually build himself a proper, you know, fond farewell, if you will, in the right, right, right way. So speaking of uh, Tom Lawler, he is in this episode. We'll get to that a little bit later. Actually, we'll get to that sooner than later. Uh, But first off the bat, we get a calling vignette. Uh, from their debut to the rise to being the all-powerful faction here in MLW. And then uh, it was a great little vignette. They put together like two minutes. It was nice to see the progression of everything that they had done from capturing gold and where they are. It was mostly about the tag team rise between Ricky Shane Page and Akira, which obviously is because our main event is the calling versus SGC in a tables match. That will happen at the end of the show. Uh, but for right now, this vignette was kind of showing their rise and also showing a little bit of the cracks to form. And we get more of the cracks forming a lot later on the show. But now we're heading over to WTF headquarters. And no, that does not stand for what the fuck. If you're joining us for the first time, it stands for the World Titan Federation. Okay, not what the fuck. And, World uh, Tracksuit Federation. Tracksuit Federation too as well. And St. Laurent is there. Uh, and uh, he's talking, he's gloating. Cardona will face either Kane or Fatu for the world title December 7th at one shot. So this is the event after Fightland. So we already know one shot will be the next event, December 7th. And the title will be rebranded as the WTF Heavyweight Championship. Once- the li- hold on. Was it the linear, historic, 
Yeah, I cut all that yeah. shit. Just the WTF heavyweight championship. I'm not going to go through the lineage and the historic and all that stuff. Uh, once they get the belt, they will have the power. They will have MLW in the palm of their hand. And MSL is going to tickle everyone. His words, not mine. His words. And then he proceeds to take a pimp cup filled with, I'm not sure if it was Skittles or Reese's Pieces, and pour them in his face and dribble all down everywhere. Nice uh, touch. Yeah, nice. Very nice touch. So, like I mentioned, the calling tonight versus SGC in a tables match for the tag titles. And Fatu is also taking on Mr. Thomas tonight. But the first match on the card was calling versus SGC, but singles action. Talon versus Mance Warner. Uh, this was a two and a half minute match at best from entrance to final bell. Mance didn't even have to take his jacket off before he hit the final knee strike to Talon. And it was a one and oh for SGC versus the calling tonight. And I thought with that quick squash of Talon that the titles might be changing hands tonight. Just how quickly they showed the power of Mance Warner after Talon. Uh, but what did you think, Rob, about Mance coming out there kicking ass in his jacket, only taking it off to cement that wicked knee to Talon's face for the win? Yeah, I think even the commentary, the jacket was over on commentary. I mean, it was a, it was a squash match. It's Mance. Mance is one of the best things to happen to MLW the past couple of years. So I uh, always enjoy seeing him get out there and, and do his thing. And yeah, it was, it was um, <clears throat> I guess you could say, establishing a bit of dominance over the calling uh, with that with that quick victory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, didn't, like I said, didn't he? And I think he didn't even want to take the jacket off. He took it, but he looked pretty upset that he had to take it off. It's like, I don't want to get out of my ring gear. I just want to kick this guy's face off. That's all I want to do. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. We also get a recap of the Kevin Blackwood attack from a few weeks ago by Tony Deppin and TJ Crawford. Uh, Deppin uh, refused to pay his fine, was suspended, uh, took to Twitter. And uh, they showed the screenshot of his Twitter to say that, uh, you know, why are you going to suspend the guy that brings so much eyes to the product? And MLW has decided to extend the suspension. So, Tony Deppin was suspended for we don't know the amount of time originally, but now he's suspended for even longer, which we don't know the amount of time. So Tony Deppin keeps stepping in the shit and keeps extending this suspension. So, I mean, that's his journey. But Rob, what did you think about uh, this update on the uh, Tony Deppin situation as it is? Well, he's he's suspended for an indefinite period. That's There's no definitive period for which he is suspended. He's just suspended. Don't know. We don't know. I mean, this is a great, this is a great plot gimmick. Like somebody's just, well, they're, they've been suspended. They they didn't pay their fine. We suspended them again. They took now, the Twitter. We suspended them again. Yeah. So just suspensions all around. Uh, Tony's suspension happened. But yeah, uh, you know, it was, it, it, at least it gave an explanation why he's been MIA. Uh, but yeah, moving right along. Absolutely. Well, we're moving right along to a celebration, if you will. Uh, MSL and Matt Cardona meeting each other out back, and they're celebrating the win early. That's right. They're celebrating the win from December of the match that hasn't happened yet, and MSL's got a surprise for Matt Cardona. How about a sweet BMW convertible? And Cardona says, this is for me. MSL says, of course it's for you. And Matt Cardona begins to kiss, then make out profusely <laughs> with the hood of this car. Weird. And uh, it was it was a definite weird ending to the segment. But do you think that MSL and Cardona are counting their chickens before they hatch? I mean, they don't even know who they're going to face come December. They're looking way past Fightland to automatically assuming victory. And don't get me wrong, Cardona has enough on his resume where he can assume victory quite confidently. 
But don't mistake who you're going to be stepping in the ring with, either be the baddest man in MLW right now, being the heavyweight champion, Alex Kane, or being the Simone Werewolf, Jacob Fatu. You don't want to tangle with either one of those. And you don't know who you're fighting yet, but you're going to go ahead and celebrate? I don't know. A lot of confidence exuberating from that uh, that camp, that faction. Uh, the the car thing was a li- was a little weird. I I, you know, BMW convertible. I would have I would have brought him something like a Sebring, something with a little more class. Hmm. BMWs don't come with turn signals. I mean, what about an old eighty four El Camino? Yeah, I, I mean, an El Camino is a great great option under any circumstances. Absolutely, an eighty four El Camino like an classic. El Camino. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Reminds me of Scott in 60 Seconds where the guy steals the car from Chinatown and it's because the keys were in the ignition. And it's like, why'd you steal this car? It's not on the list. You stole the car that wasn't on the list. It's like, I boosted it myself. How did you steal it? Keys were in the car. Open up the trunk, fill with drugs. Did you ever understand yeah. why there's a car with keys in it? Because nobody's got Because nobody's dumb it. enough to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. God in 60 Seconds. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Alex Yang, we get a promo from him. Jacob Fatu was the baddest in MLW before he got to MLW for two is going to get suplexed to the Island. And that's on boom. And as Kane is cutting this promo, he gets word that Thomas was attacked in the back in the loading dock area. And they show Thomas in a pile of garbage, pretty much just waking up from getting bludgeoned in the back of the head. And this is right before he was supposed to go out and face Jacob for two. So, I was kind of looking forward to that match. I was looking forward to it too. I feel like uh, I feel like MLW uh, they took one away from us on that man. I was not uh, not too happy. I mean, I get it has to move the story forward, but I just I was like, damn, I wanted to see fucking Thomas and Fatu exchange some blows, man. I really did. Yeah, but it 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 was not to be apparently. Apparently not to be. Uh, Tom Lawler, we got a package on him and his historic rise from MLW, and then returning to join the WTF. Now he's in MSL's office. He's eating his jelly beans. I guess the Reese's pieces are no longer in the cup. It's been refilled with jelly beans. Tom's saying he, people think he sold out. MSL says, you can sell out. You're going to be global. You want to you do podcasting? Lawler says, of course I can do podcasting. You want to do ring announcing? Of course I can do ring announcing. You want to sing? I can sing. He's like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. I've heard you in the shower, baby. It's great. It's great. I don't want to know how MSL has heard Billy Tom Lawler in the shower. But all he says is that WTF is going to become a global brand. And they're going to do a hostile takeover of MLW and Tom Lawler. Well, he's going to lead the charge for this. So, Rob, I got to ask, wouldn't it be technically Matt Cardona leading the charge? Or is Matt Cardona focused on stealing the biggest prize in MLW so Tom Lawler can go in and just swipe MLW from underneath them and give it all to MSL? So MSL becomes his power man in wrestling. I think they've all kind of got their role within the the World Tracksuit Federation. I think Tom is looking to expand the awareness of the brand mm-hmm. uh, while Cardona is focused on that that world championship, wherever it comes from, because he's not even sure. He's just like, yeah, it could be this guy, could be that guy. But I, I've already won. I got a, I got a BMW, no turn signals. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got another calling promo right before their match with SGC, which will happen later on tonight in the episode. Uh, they are ready. And they will make an example of SGC. They will make an example of the weak. And they will make an example of everyone that is not understanding who the calling is. And Akira the whole time looks really pissed off that Ricky is talking. 
But at the end of this promo, he does go back to saying trust in Raven. No longer trust in Ricky, no longer trust in Akira, trust in Raven. But there's definitely dissension in the ranks. And I love how MLW uh, shows it without saying it. Like, it's there. We know it's there. It hasn't been put out into the universe. But we just get these little subtle hints. And we know that the cracks are getting bigger and bigger. Right now, I feel a crack is the size of the Grand Canyon in terms of the calling uh, being a uni- united front, in my honest opinion. What do you think about this promo from Ricky and what he had to say and what his message was for the SGC? Uh, it was it was a solid. I mean, Ricky can cut a great promo. So it, it was solid. And like you said, there's been so many hints that have been dropped, foreshadowing and foreboding of these cracks in the foundation. Foreboding. Of the, I like that word. Say it again. Say foreboding. Foreboding. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it it's, it's, they're kind of, showing the cracks and then maybe these cracks have been patched over but we know the cracks are still there so I, I like this narrative they're playing here it was good stuff it was good stuff it was very good stuff well we know that uh, now with thomas being out that the powers that be in mlw the brass they're scrambling to try to get jacob to a new opponent but at this moment in time he's backstage with sam Laterna. he's chilling and he's ready for fightland uh sam you know asim says selena gave you this dream match but did also put you on notice. And he says, hey, listen, I don't trust her. Uh, and Cardona could run his mouth all he wants. But what Cardona and Kane don't know is that belt is coming home. And at that point, MSL interrupts. Says uh, one shot's going to be huge. And Cardona is waiting. And he has to go check out Cardona in his new car. And then he just leaves. And Fatu's like, new car? New car? Huh. New car? And then he's like, okay, got to go, Sam. See ya. So we already know the wheels are turning. We all remember the Samoan chop shop. We all remember that Jacob Fatou knows how to get his hands on things that are not his and make a profit. So foreshadowing as it may be, what do you think about this little vignette with Sam and Jacob and also MSL? MSL getting a lot of camera time today. In, MSL's uh, really stepping it up too. Like he's great. Uh, his his mannerisms, he's very theatrical when wouldn't surprise me if he's been on stage in his in his young life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it was pretty pretty solid standard stuff. Uh, and and I mean Jacob again with the foreshadowing, new car. Like, uh, I don't know about that car. <laughs> it's definitely not gonna. You don't want to new. You don't want to say the words new car around Jacob too. That's all I'm gonna say. Not if you're his enemy. Not if you're his enemy. Hundred percent. Sam is now with Matt Cardona, talking about one shot. And his thoughts on who his opponent will be. And uh, he says it doesn't matter. Neither one of them are title material. They aren't Matt Cardona. No one has been counted out and reinvented in pro wrestling more than him. And no one could stop him because he's going to win in New York in front of his family and his friends. Because as we know, Cardona is a hometown New Yorker through and through. So one shot is taking place in New York December 7th. And he's in the main event. So I thought this promo by Cardona was fire. Everything Cardona has spit recently in mlw or spit in general since he's no longer been with the wwe and just kicking ass taking names everywhere cardona's speaking it real everyone's counted him out everyone's discontinued him everyone's roughed him off to the side discontinued it's... him oh that was amazing well they have i'm gonna use that i'm but i've discontinued that guy they've discontinued him 100 percent. they've dis- they've discounted him you find him in a bin at a dollarama okay that's what the world has done to matt cardona in his eyes yet he's found ways to stay relevant and stay in the now and stay a name that is consistently talked about in pro wrestling. 
And it's yeah. it's a, it's factual statements. That's it. But w- I thought this promo was fucking fire. Probably the best one of the night, in my opinion. What do you got? What do you think? What's your perception? Yeah, it was great. I mean, this guy's been cutting promos since he was a kid. You know, he's he was he's like like many of us obsessed with being a wrestler when he was a kid, and he actually went ahead and did it and stuck through with it. So promos are bread and butter for this guy, and it's exactly what I expected from Matt Cardona. Uh, he delivers his promos with a lot of conviction and a lot of passion, and that's what we got here today. 150%. So, like I said, one shot is going to happen. Right now, the graphic shows Alex Kane, but obviously the graphic had to be changed. But one shot, this was the graphic that was shown during the episode tonight, and this is what they're they're saying. But obviously, that could easily be Jacob Fatou and Alex Kane's face come November 18th, come Fightland. And we also know at Fightland, like I said, we, we got a whole bunch of matches happening. We got CML, CMLL. Hermosios Dorados and MLW in this great tag match that's happening, as you can see from behind me. We also know that Mance Warner and Matt Cardona will face one more time, and the loser leaves MLW. This one has high fucking stakes, but Mance Warner wants one more shot at Cardona, and all bets are off. Now, this could have serious implications for one shot. If Cardona loses, he won't get his title shot. And Mance Warner may have to say goodbye, and he has been one of the breaths of fresh air this season, at least in my eyes, and I'm pretty sure Rob agrees with me on that, that I don't want to see Mance Warner go. I don't want to see either of these guys go. I want them to fight forever, my honest opinion. And also, we know the main event, Alex Kane, Jacob Fatou will go one-on-one for that world heavyweight title, and I cannot wait. The more and more I talk about Fightland, the more and more we see the matches that are coming, just like they did with Slaughterhouse, just like they did with Never Say Never. They build these matches so incredible. They build these cards so incredibly that the whole card turns out to be a fucking banger of can't miss matches. And if you haven't jumped on the MLW bandwagon, what are you waiting for? Fight plus $7.99 a month. You get MLW plus so much other content, hundreds of hours of pro wrestling for literally the cup of literally the price of three cups of coffee, or if you're a Starbucks drinker, one and a half cups of coffee. One. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, what do you think about that? The, the the new addition to the card is Mance and Cardona. And the loser leaves MLW. This one has huge implications, like I said. And this could change the landscape of MLW in a lot of ways. Depending yeah, on I mean, is. really, you don't want to see either of these guys kind of go. Uh, so I'm curious how this is going to play out. If it's going to end up like tonight or if it'll actually be a match. I don't know. I'm really not looking forward to seeing either of these guys head out. Absolutely. I want, I, like I said, I'd like these guys to stay on a kind of fight for other path for sure. Uh, Jay Bougie, he's coming out to represent um, Bumaye, I guess, because Mr. Thomas not being available. I originally thought Jay Bougie was going to face Jacob Atu, and I was like, damn, they really throwing the youngsters of the wolves literally there. But then Brett Ryan Gosselin's music hits. He's debuting at MLW in this put-together match, this last-minute backup match because Mr. Thomas was not able to fight. And uh, this match was really good. I liked it a lot. And uh, Gosselin scored the victory via hanging onto the ropes when the ref couldn't see. Steals one from Jay Bougie and the Bumaye Fight Club on a night when they were already, like, down and Kane was pissed and all this shit was happening. Now Jay Bougie suffers a loss. But I will say this, Brett Ryan Gosselin, he's got a great upside, and I would like to see more. I would like to see more. And I, I, it's not bad on your debut when we've seen so many wrestlers debut. We saw Jay Bougie debut to a loss, but they bring in Brett Ryan Gosselin and he gets the W on his debut, which shows that I think we may be seeing more of this kid in the near future, which uh, I don't think is a bad thing. So Brett Ryan Gosselin, shout out to you, man. You killed it. 
And the fact that you also look like Ryan Goslin is fucking hilarious. So keep that name. It was fantastic. I loved everything about it. Rob, what do you got? Yeah, no, the kid looks solid. Uh, good fundamentals. I was watching closely and uh, yeah, everything about his work looked good to me. Uh, even striker put him over and again, strikers not easy to impress. So looking forward to seeing more from this guy. Definitely. Absolutely. He's just Ken after all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Love dog. He is literally camping outside the 2300 arena. He's waiting for Becca. And as he hears heels walking up, he jumps out and says Becca, but it's not Becca. It's Tiara James. And she slaps love dog right across the face for scaring the shit out of her. And she walks away and then he's looking for Becca and the camera pans oh so subtly to the right. And there is Minoru Suzuki. And what does he do? He just literally punches Doug right in the fucking face. I was fucking dying. It was so it was unexpected. So good. So good. And Minoru just walks by the camera, stops, and just gives that little snarl that he does and then just leaves again. But if that's the last we see of Suzuki, between that and the match with Fatu. At Slaughterhouse, what a fucking way to go out. It was incredible, man. I loved it. Yeah. I loved great. it. I love I absolutely loved everything about it. And uh now Kane is looking for Fatu in the back, or he's heading to his dressing room. I'm not really sure because the beginning of the audio was a little muffled. And he's approached by a reporter asking if Kane has any comment on if Fatu assaulted Thomas. Kane says no comment, and he walks to the dressing room, slams the door. Then MSL comes around the corner and slips the reporter a little bit of money. And now the dots are connecting. There is someone who either knows the attacker or was involved in attack himself, or he was the orchestrator of the attack in some way, shape or form. So obviously WTF had something to do with Thomas being put down before his match and MSL, not really hiding the fact. I mean, MSL may be great, but he's no spy and you really, he's no spy. He's no fucking spy. And it was very easy to connect the dots throughout this entire episode of what was happening. Uh, then we get a quick little word from Selena De La Renta. She's gloating. She got top ratings again for last week. And she wants to let everybody know the new featherweight champion, Denai Kai, will be in action making her fusion debut. Not her MLW debut, but her fusion debut next week. Rob, what do you got? Uh, can't wait to see Denai Kai make her fusion debut. That's what I got. Fair enough. Fair enough. And also, Don King. Well, what? 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 I I always shoot to you for for. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I wasn't saying anything. I was saying like I'm 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 excited. Like Janai Kai, impressed with that title win, and she came out of nowhere. So I'm excited to see her on Fusion now. Uh, Demon kicks herself. Like she cuts an imposing figure. Absolutely, she's dangerous, and uh, she's one of the sweetest people in the world. Though, go back to the Straight Talk archives, you can see our conversation with her. She was fantastic. Uh, Don King will also be. Not in the building, but will be on Fusion next week speaking about Fatu versus Kane. And he'll give his opinion or his thoughts on that next week in Fusion. Now, backstage, uh, Kane and Fatu, they're about to go at it. They are literally being held back by security. They are about to go at it. And then a member of Boomaye, one of the entourage members, or the, 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 uh, yeah, I guess entourage, one of the entourage members associates. of Boomaye, associates, yeah. yeah. He comes over and says, yo, 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 it was Cardona, it was Cardona. And then he shows Kane and Fatu a video of some kind. And Kate says he's going to beat these hoes and walks off. And Fatou being Jacob Fatou just pushes the Boomaye member out of the way. Get out of my face. Just pushes him right out of the way. And he's looking all at uh, Alex's way. 
Like he's going to get in on this action. I don't know if him and Alex are going to have a united front, but he's definitely going to get some vengeance on uh, Cardona. Cause as we know, Jacob Fatu will take ownership of shit. He does, but he does yeah. not like to be accused of shit. He did not do. Oh, who does? Absolutely. And now it's main event time. That's right. Again, the calling Ricky Shane page and Akira putting their tag titles on the line against SGC's own Matt justice. And the one called Manders in a tables match. Uh, this match was exactly what you'd expect from these four. They beat the hell out of each other. Uh, and then also they showed the cracks continuing to form Ricky and Akira stopping to fight over the position of a table inside the ring, therefore giving SGC an opportunity to throw chairs clearly both their ways and then Ricky at one point also launched a chair full face at Matt Justice. I thought Justice was knocked the fuck out, but he kept going. Uh, and every time that SDC kind of got a leg up on these guys, they would find a way for the calling as a whole to interfere. Cannonball came out at the start of the match. The gas mask goons tried to break these guys down earlier. But near the end of the match, it was 1-1. So the way to win a tables match is both members of the team have to go through tables in the match. Not necessarily at the same time, but in the match. And just when we thought we may have a clear winner, Matt Justice put Akira through a table, but at the same time, unfortunately, also putting himself through the table with the momentum carrying over from the top rope. The ref called this a no contest because both both final remaining members of the team went through tables at pretty much the same time. We were I was confused. Commentating was confused because it looked like Akira, when they showed the replay, it did look like Akira's shoulder went through the table first, but I guess based off ref position, he couldn't see it from the angle that we got, so therefore he made it a no contest. And then at this point, it's a fucking brawl. Everyone from the calling is coming out. Mance Warner is coming out. Security comes out five minutes after this brawl has happened. Finally clears the ring. Uh, MLW Security, you guys were slipping this week. Just want to say that. You guys were not on point this week whatsoever. Um, and then Mance Warner and SGC cut a promo and say, we're going to do this one more time. Why don't you hang these belts above the ring and see how far you get with unhinged motherfuckers like me and Manders. Matt Justice looks at the camera and says, The calling, Philadelphia, next time you see us, you guys should buy a ticket and take the ride. And it was a hot <laughs> promo from all three of these guys to kind of end the match aspect of this show. There's still one more segment we got to get to. But Rob, as a whole, the way they told this story today for this main event, the match was great. I really thought we were going to get a definitive winner, but I understand why we didn't because it's just a fusion. We have seen title changes on fusion. Don't get me wrong, but this story's far from being over. So I get why this, this little, you know, this little hiccup, if you will, in this story, this next chapter, it's got to come to. What'd you think? I thought everything was really fucking entertaining, including the finish and the promo after the fact from every member of SGC. Did you catch that fan that yelled at Matt Justice while he was cutting his promo? Absolutely did. And told him he looked like Jason Momoa or something to that yeah, effect? You, you look like a you look like a wish version of Jason Momoa or some stupid shit. And even the fan that was interrupting Mance Warner and Mance Warner's like, shut up, I'm preaching, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh fans trying to get themselves over. Yeah. You're but, not in the ring. Shut up. Cheer, boo, but don't don't try to get yourself over. Yeah, don't be and, that uh, don't be that fan. We know don't some be that fan. Don't be that fan. Yeah, the match itself was was a hell of a match. It literally exactly what you expected. Uh, I echo, <clears throat> excuse me, your sentiments. I thought we'd get a clear winner, but I understand why it was the way it was. Mm -hmm. oh, excuse me, man, I'm exhausted today. How about you? I'm right there with you. Yeah, so thank God I had some MLW to keep me awake this afternoon. Hundred percent. 
And yeah, it was just, you know, looking forward to more from these guys. I feel like the calling might be coming to an end, but, but this rivalry, I don't know if it'll be completely over this calling SGC rivalry. There might be a definitive winner in Philly, but I don't think the rivalry's at an end and, and it shouldn't be because it's, it's one of the best things going in MLW right now. A hundred percent. This has to go there. There has to be one more level to the story. And if Matt justice is hinting towards a ladder match, sign me the fuck up. I would well, love yeah, I to think, see. I think that's where he was going with it. And hell yeah. I'm down. Uh, with I would that. love to see these four in a ladder match all day long. Uh, and they, neither SGC other than Mance Warner and any members of the calling are booked on Fightland. So maybe we get that match at Fightland. Maybe they're hinting towards it. it would be awesome to get that match at Fightland. And at the end of the show, Matt Cardona, he's leaving the building. He's done what he had to do. Said what he had to say. And he's stopped by Jay Bougie, who's advising that something's going on with his car. So Cardona runs outside, and there is Alex Kane waiting by the loading dock by the trailer to fuck Matt Cardona up. And as Matt Cardona is scurrying away like a scared little child, in the distance, we hear tires screeching. The camera pans over, and it's Jacob Fatou and that brand-new BMW. And I couldn't hear what he screamed, but he drove off, and Cardona's chasing him. Saying, that's my fucking car. That's my fucking car. Well, I mean, just made out with the car. So I can understand, you know, he's a little. Oh, he's got an attachment to this car already. But yeah, so Jacob Atu has now stolen the BMW. And the camera fades to black as Pat Cardona is trying to chase down Jacob Atu in that stolen BMW. (laughs) What did you think of this entire end segment that was both hilarious? And I'm not going to lie. I would have loved to see Alex Kane give Cardona one clean shot in the face, though. But Jacob Atu stealing the car great i loved it I yeah it. alex was pissed when he starts calling you melanin deficient you're you're in trouble and jacob <laughs> too just just one of you know jacob's one of those guys where he's he's a serious badass but he also has that light side to him that humor side and so you're doing something as badass as taking somebody's car their brand new beamer and driving it away but you're still laughing and like hey nice car as you're doing it so that was a cool segment and uh you know my cardona plays plays the upset victim you know like lose it. it was great it was enjoyable this episode was exactly what it was supposed to be what wrestling is supposed to be it was a lot of fun it had some great matches we got to see some debuting talent which looked great and i hope to see them back definitely want to see uh brett ryan gosling brett ryan gosling excuse me yeah i was i was trying to stop the yawn because you got the yawn and now I, i've been trying I to know. stop since he yawned oh shit contagious oh fuck yawning sucks it is contagious absolutely well yawning doesn't suck it's actually enjoyable but it's contagious as fuck i don't know why it's so contagious um but regardless of the fact Fightland is shaping up to be great we already know three of the possible six to seven matches that's usually what we get at an mlw event we already know three of the six seven matches that we're going to get that means there's going to be three more announced three weeks out from Fightland. we got two more fusions and then Fightland. so anything can happen from now till then but regardless, I enjoyed it. I can't wait to hear what Don King's going to say uh, via satellite or Zoom. Because as we know in those, and as much as I love Don King, he does not look to be in the most picture-perfect version of health right now. So uh, I-, I can see why he's not making the trek out to Philly and New York and all that stuff. I get it. I totally get it. So you want to stay you want to stay at home, and I understand all that, and I appreciate that. But uh, there's a lot of, of storylines being developed and a lot of storylines tightening up. And I already love how we're building, even though Fightland hasn't happened, I think this is ingenious by MLW to go ahead and build to the next event, already giving us a main event. We know that Cardona is going to get a title shot. We knew that last week. We now know it's one shot. We just don't know against who. And I think that's great. 
I think that's great. And all that tells me is one of two things are going to happen. Either Mance Warner may lose at Fightland, or for some way there may end up being a no contest and both will stay, which I hope is the case. Uh, and if there's an interference, right? Because there has to be a definitive winner in order for someone to leave. So if there's an interference, then that voids everything. No one can leave if nobody lost, right? Yeah, I don't think a DQ counts. No, I don't believe it does count on it. I think you got to have you got to be pinned or submitted in order to be able to consider yourself a clear winner in that type of match. Right. But all in all, MLW always delivering, always building. And I got to say, before we used to notice, and I think you might agree with me, Rob, there used to be lulls. There would be lulls and then builds. But I got to say, since they started going month to month with these pay-per-views, there have been no lulls. And no as, be, as being an MLW fan and an analyst of, of the product, it's just solid. And it's getting even better from production to storylines to match development. Even the fusion matches are starting to become matches that you can't miss. Because if you miss a fusion, you met Brett Ryan Gosling. You wouldn't have seen him. Right. So you got to keep your eyes glued to this product. And fuck, it's an hour a day on a Thursday. It's not affecting totally anything from your weekend. It's totally accessible. And if you can't watch it on a Thursday, guess what? It's available from you from 9 o'clock on. So... It just makes logical sense, everyone. Jump on the MLW bandwagon because what this promotion is doing is fucking fantastic. And we're going to keep repping it. Somebody's listening. We know people are listening. But we just we want to hear from you guys. Let us know what you like about MLW, what you don't like about MLW. We want to hear all of it. So let us know. But uh, that's it for this one. Uh, Rob, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, no, solid episode. Very, very good. Uh, looking forward to next week. Looking forward to the next pay-per-view. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Great things happening in MLW land right now. Absolutely. And as I do my best Fred Durst impersonation here with the backwards red hat, peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. Adios.